to you from the top of the Poconos, it's the Balcony Show with your host, Ann Thatcher, Bo Summer, and me, the Mad Cat. We have searched the globe for the best in indie music, so you don't have to. So here we go, the Balcony Show. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Balcony Show. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. I'm but here are you too. really? <laughs> no. That didn't sound like you There's are. There's like a vacuum in my head today. I don't know. These things I'm happen. Here. So how are you folks doing? <laughs> Good. Good to be back. But uh, are you ready? I'm ready. I'm going to go right into it. We're going to have Bruno Lewis on the show later. Going to love him. Uh, singer, songwriter, producer. He's... Uh, what just uh, finished up an internship at Abbey's Abbey Road Abbey Studios, Road Studio yeah. in yeah. London, and his music is incredible. So uh, we look forward to bringing you that interview. But first, <laughs> see, you know what? But first, as she glances right at you, right at me. No, see, it's like the dad fire is shooting out of her eyeballs right at you. Hashtag oh today hashtag hashtag. Drunk bed. Bed? Yep. So. I spent a lot of time in drunk bed. <laughs> Ian? Yeah, but this, this kid? Nah, he takes the cake. All right. As far as. <laughs> a drunk teen stumbles into the worst possible wrong house. So this kid was drinking, right? And he's in Milwaukee, which is close to where I used to live. Go figure. The teen stumbled into the bed in the wee hours of the morning and woke up in trouble. Not for breaking a curfew, but for mistaking whatever he intended destination was for an Airbnb rental full of cops. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) Three sheriff's department's deputies from Montana had traveled to Wisconsin together for an emergency vehicle training. One of them, Deputy Charles Pasola, Heard a little ruckus in the night, but went back to sleep thinking it was his colleague making a bathroom visit. Instead, it was a definitely drunk and definitely disoriented teen. So this kid climbs into bed with three cops. That's awesome. <laughs> and wakes up. <laughs> That's just <Wow>. fantastic. <laughs> and wakes up in handcuffs. Oh. What have you done? Have you ever done anything, like been drinking and woke up? Like, did you pass out or whatever and, and you woke up? Like, into a situation that maybe wasn't really terrible, but, you know. Well, I mean, it did get me kicked out of the house. Um, (laughs) For a brief moment. I was a young mad cat back then. (laughs) I think I was about, probably about 14. Now, it was the 80s. We could do stuff like that back then. Because we were much cooler kids. Um, But I had gone out. And I had experienced vodka, you know, and I'm pretty sure it was my first run-in with copious amounts of vodka. <laughs> and I didn't, uh, I didn't remember. All I remembered was waking up the next morning with my head between the toilet bowl and the bathtub, you know, <laughs> passed out. But when I came to and walked out into the kitchen to make myself something morning, you know, something to eat for breakfast or whatever. I noticed a stack of bags 
sitting uh, at the front por- door of the front porch. And, you know, I guess in the earlier moments of that morning, my mother had packed all my clothes. Because apparently the night before I had come home, pissed drunk, and walked into her room and did a Jimmy Superfly Schnooka swan dive on her. <laughs> and started patting her on in the head mother? going, nah, 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 nah. Oh. I'm drunk, I'm drunk, I'm drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so my mother's answer to that was, you're out, you're out, you're out, you're out. Okay. Yeah. I woke up in the trunk of a car. Oh, my God. See, now, <laughs> what? I don't find that hard to believe. Because <laughs> I think if I knew her back then, I'd throw in a trunk of a car, too. Hey, no. <laughs> no, you know what? what? It was... The, uh, yeah, please explain. Uh, we're we waiting. Were, we were playing <laughs> volleyball at a court and drinking entirely too much. Yes. And imbibing in spirits and other things and... I don't really know what happened. All I know is that I got way too drunk, and I passed out. But when I woke up, I came to, and the trunk inside was white. You know what I mean? Like, it was, and I was like, hey. (laughs) Hey. Like, hey. (laughs) I'd be a lot more freaked out. Oh, Uh, my God. You know, and it took me a while to, it took me a while to get, like, did anybody explain to you why? Yeah, because they didn't have enough room in the car. There, there, there was like seven <laughs> people in the car. Oh. So, so let's just throw we, in in the trunk. So we'll yeah. just throw <laughs> we've got a caller. The air's wasted. Let's just throw yeah. in the trunk. Five yeah. passed There was out, no so Uber just, back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I banged on the trunk, and then they let me out. Oh, my but God. I'd freak yeah, out. Yeah, but to, but to wake up, that feeling of waking up. Oh, I feel like I can't breathe right now. Yeah, I'm exactly. thinking about it. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, yeah. I mean insane. that's one of many adventures. Wow. I always found myself in like really weird situations. Yeah. I, I, I don't know why. <laughs> I was really drunk and fell down the stairs, like the emergency stairs at college in the dorm. Oh, long story, but there was a massive flood in my college dorm. So when I tell you it's a waterfall going down the emergency stairs in this tower of a dorm right next to the Brooklyn Bridge in New York City, and I decided, I don't know, you couldn't use the elevator to get down to the main lobby because everybody had to evacuate. It was, a, it was an emergency. Right. I went down the steps, and I went down, and I thought I broke my arm. So off to Beekman Hospital, which is right next door to my college, getting x-rays, and I was wasted. Meanwhile, he's looking for a house, and I'm climbing out of a trunk. Yes. <laughs> and I'm bra- and breaking you're falling bones. down the steps. Donna? <laughs> you're not here? I think you're here. Yeah, Donna, do tell. I didn't you drink much. Is her boyfriend I in really the room? I really didn't. Uh, you I don't have any good stories. None? No. You never got really drunk. The only thing I could remember is... In high school, I actually did with a girlfriend of mine. I went over her house. We skipped school that day, which I hardly ever did. Did what? And got drunk? Got, we got drunk. Wow. Vodka. <laughs> vodka. Vodka, vodka always and causes I, trouble. And I had to walk all the way home and get home when my, with my mom being home and try to get past her somehow <laughs> yeah. without her figuring <laughs> out that I yeah. was Da-da. totally... <laughs> Isn't it, isn't it amazing how in those moments we're like, we shore ourselves up? We're, we're, we're gonna no, fool we them. No, we think we shore. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, we're, we're gonna, 
It always cracked me up because when I was a kid, this whole picture was painted that my mother was basically sainted, did no wrong, you know what I mean? And then you find out later in life that, you know, when the veil is lifted, you're, you're an adult now. <laughs> and then you find out so that, true. that what you perceived as a goody-goody mom, yeah, yeah no. no, 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 it turns out that mom sometimes was the life of the party, too. Oh, my mother was definitely the life of the party. Yeah, my mother, my mother, that's ne- a, she never let that on. That's... She never uh, let that on. wasn't until adulthood. That's a hashtag for another day. All right, we're going to get things started right. on this very special episode with a song from Perk, if you remember them, from the Netherlands. And they're good. Right. The name of the song is Let You Go. So take a listen and we'll be right back with the rest of the show. Watching stars as they fall They don't move me at all Close your eyes, make a wish Keep them shut, live in bliss And move on Never facing my fear
on the balcony show. And right now we have the song Long Time Coming by Bruno Lewis. And also we will have him in the studio when we get back. So sit down, give it a listen. Here we go. What I've learned from a healer How to keep your head while you lose your mind And even if you can't see it Sometimes peace is worth more than pride What I've learned from a poet For he fell, the sun could fly Sometimes you lose when you're winning Sometimes the darkness is your ally And when the memory floods in I sit and wonder how you It's been a long time coming But I've been here before I spent a long time running When I walked out your door Everybody needs something To make the day feel undone I'm done running From the pain of your love Sit and wonder how you feel 
Hi everybody, welcome to the Balcony Show and we are very excited because we have Bruno Lewis on the phone all the way from the UK. Welcome Bruno. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. So, we just played your first song, Long Time Coming. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Uh, a Long Time Coming was the uh, was the fourth song I released. Um, I've been releasing music since uh, last year, May, so it's just gone a year actually for me. And um, Long Time Coming was a, a really great song uh, to release because it was sort of a culmination of... Uh, <laughs> A lot of the work I'd done on a few songs until that point. Um, it's really just a song about, uh, you know, getting over a previous relationship and getting into a space where you're you're starting to work on yourself a little bit more and let go of, of things in the past. And it's sort of a, a sort of triumph, but also overcoming some some personal, you know. Uh, hurdles. So yeah, that's, was, that's, that's uh, almost exactly uh, what I've written down. Taking stock of the past situation, letting go, moving on. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely letting go. I think if I had to sum it up in three words, it would be about letting go. So, uh, yeah, that's that's really what that song was all about. So you're also a producer, and obviously you're a songwriter, and you yeah. worked at Abbey Road. Is that where you did your internship? Or tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, yeah. I um, I actually lived in Johannesburg, South Africa all my life up until 2018. And then uh, I got the chance to go study audio engineering at Abbey Road Studios. Uh, I had applied uh, from South Africa and uh, I think I was amongst about 300 and something applicants and they only took 20 people on. Wow, congratulations. Um, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I was... Who'd you pay? I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, yeah, maybe someone there. Um, no, it was uh, it was a fantastic experience. I mean, it was the whole reason I moved to London and then fell in love with London. But I mean, Abbey Road Studios is incredible. You know, when I was there, just being surrounded by uh, the artists w- walking through there. It was the 50th anniversary of the Abbey Road album that the Beatles released while I was there. So, uh, you know, Paul McCartney was walking through the building. Uh, I got to see other people like um, Sam Smith and uh, Ed wow. Sheeran recorded there while I was there, so uh, yeah, it was incredible. And the people that taught me—I mean, there's there's no doubt that all of the songs that I've released since uh, are a direct result of my experiences at Abbey Road. And I did actually record, uh, so not long time coming, but the, the two songs you're going to play next, I actually did record uh, a lot of the instrumentation at Abbey Road Studios. So it's uh, it's quite nice. So that's cool to know. See, background information, that's what we're all about. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and um, I was sifting through your website, and I got to tell you, something that you have posted, um, the the quote about in music as in life, the end of the composition oh, right. is not the point of the composition. The whole point yeah, of the dance that. is the dance. Um, I think that it really s- speaks to probably who you are a little bit you know what i mean like the point is to be in it be in life oh absolutely yeah i think i think people go all their lives just you know making bigger plans i mean it's that whole saying from john lennon isn't it you know life happens while you're making bigger plans (laughs) and uh, i think that that quote really sums up what i'm trying to do i mean i'm just trying to dance i'm just trying to play the game 
uh, release music, write songs, make sure that those songs are the best they could possibly be, uh, um, find the right people for them, and, um, you know, hopefully something happens. And uh, If anything, really, I just want to know that I, I danced, I, I played the game, and hopefully made a couple of good tunes. So how did the collaboration with Josh Dell, your next uh, single that we're going to hear tonight, uh, Wild Woman, happen? How did that, why did you choose him for your song, and how did that happen? Well, you know, we, li- we live in crazy times. It's, uh, I think it's uh, a time where making music slightly different, maybe, from, uh, from the past, because I've actually never met Josh Dell in person. Um, Josh and I connected over the internet. We met via something called soundbetter.com, which is a a popular place for producers to find work. You know, people hire producers, also musicians, uh, songwriters, that sort of stuff on there. And we just linked up over there. Uh, Josh is incredible. I mean, he's got a fantastic voice. Uh, He's also a producer himself. He also writes songs. So I think we, we sort of clicked straight away. I remember... I had the song already. I'd already worked on it at Abbey Road Studios for a few months. I had the instrumentation down, and I knew it was a decent song, and it just needed the right vocals, really, to drive it home. And there was just something about that song. It gives me sort of, I don't know, southern flavors. You know, it gives me yep, uh, you know, real sort of Americana vibes, country rock. And when I heard Josh's voice, I just I knew it was definitely the right voice i think i mean i I say this to a lot of people but i actually think he was born to sing that song uh, uh, because no one else could do that justice like he did yeah it definitely it definitely led uh led me to like uh, wonder who you were because i mean i i had first caught it on youtube but it was only like Mm -hmm. as youtube was playing like the next song after a song i was already listening to and i heard this song and i was just like wow i was like i really dug it so then i shared it and then you know and it I wasn't disappointed at all. I mean, digging the music that had been coming out, and I really, I really like uh, the other song, "Broken Divine" as well. I mean, they just great storied songs. You know, just beautiful composition with all of them. You know. Thanks. Yeah. 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 It's a it's a it's a weird one because um, you know I I grew up in Johannesburg, South Africa. I'm now living in in London, but for some reason I, I tend to make music that sounds like it comes out of Nashville. I have no idea why that's the case. <laughs> That's not necessarily a bad thing, though. There's a lot no, of good stuff coming out of Nashville. I mean, before writing Wild Woman and that sort of thing, I was listening to a ton of Chris Stapleton. So, um, you know, you could probably hear some of those vibes in there. And uh, when I heard Josh's voice once again, it gave me that sort of those Stapleton vibes. And, uh, All right, well, let's take a break now so that our listeners can hear the song Wild Woman. And we'll be right back with the rest of the interview. Wild woman, you come to me When I needed some sympathy I could hardly feel Oh, but you and me And I'm your fool 
you know it's true show that was wild woman written by bruno lewis sang by josh dell so bruno now you know uh do you yourself go out and play songs do you do you play the scene or is it just strictly you're you're gonna cut and release in studio and then put them out there in the world well yeah i'm i'm, I'm a bit of a hybrid i mean i started purely as a songwriter uh, my dream was I'm, I'm actually more of a guitarist I guess than anything but my dream was always to be like Slash in Guns N' Roses you know that was the dream just, just put me on, uh, on the side there playing guitar riffs while someone else takes center stage that was that was the sort of idea right um, and I've always just been a, a songwriter um, I've been writing songs since I was probably about 16 years old um, so I love that side of it and I love producing and, and the whole audio engineering side really, um, picked up when I went to Abbey Road Studios, I got a lot of interest in that and how the, how, you know, the background works, mixing, mastering, uh, there's a whole art to that as well. And I feel like songwriting and that really go hand in hand these days. So, uh, you know, moving forward, I, I think I'm going to be involved a lot as, as a songwriter still, but I am developing myself as an artist as well. I'd love to start singing on some, some of my tunes, and uh, you're probably going to hear me sing eventually. Um, but, yeah, I'm playing the circuit here in, in London. Well, you know, it's, it's, we've been in lockdown now for quite a while. Yeah. But, uh, once, once things open up again, I'm definitely going to get back. I, I, I was gigging a lot before. Um, lockdown happened, so hopefully we can get that started again. Yeah, but I, I definitely do play. I definitely do try and uh, get on stage as much as possible. Oh, that's awesome. That's All awesome. right, I do have to ask you about one thing that I saw on your website. 
Mm-hmm. Hashtag she sat on a turtle. Explain, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> please. Ooh, do tell us. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's radio friendly. It's actually not. She sat on a turtle. Uh, it's uh, that she. I can't say. It. I don't think I can say. It yes, on you radio, can. But can I? Yeah. Well, it's actually she shat on a turtle. Oh, that- which is, <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, and the visual for that. Okay, why? <laughs> Yeah, what's our background there? <laughs> okay, it's actually, it's honestly, it's it's nothing. Uh, it's nothing that's happened to me or anything. It just came from an Austin Powers movie. Uh, I think it's Austin Powers number three or something. He's having this conversation with his father, who's from London, and they're they're speaking really Cockney, and they're just they're using the slang. And then they say, and then she shats on a turtle. And I just thought it was the most random thing. And it was, it was a running joke with me and one of my producer friends. We just always put in these crazy little hashtags uh, to try and make each other laugh, really. Just making fun. So, awesome. <laughs> Well, you know, our our very own Anne here, usually weekly. Well, she goes back and forth between doing um, having Mad Cat give us some useless fact information or um, or better known and to give everyone listening out there a weekly special story that involves some kind of a ha- uh, hashtag. So she's earned the title <laughs> Thatch Tag um, for her very yeah, interesting hashtags every love week. It. Yeah. So of well, course I, I, of course I saw that. Of course. You are going to find that right one by me, just so you know. <laughs> But, um, I'm going to take that down immediately after this. Oh, oh don't. No, don't. leave it up. Leave it. No, <laughs> it's great. It's great. Absolutely great. And probably most people won't, you know, notice it. Oh, well, maybe. But it's still cute. You know. Yeah. So, I, think, I think the fact that it's an awesome Powers line makes it even better. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So yeah. you have the balcony approval to keep it up. That's it. And Thanks. <laughs> like we're some... <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> so, Broken Divine, <laughs> I I really love this song. Um, I like what you did with it. I like the movement in it. Um, tell us something about the actual song and the process of yeah, building it. That's, that's a really interesting word to use there, movement. I feel like that song is, is about that. It's a strange movement between two different emotions for me. Um, the whole sort of idea of it, I, I wrote it during the first lockdown. You could probably tell. Um, but it, it was sort of peak first lockdown. Everything was closed. Everything looked a little bit um, uncertain and wasn't really sure where things were going. And I just, uh, basically what Broken Divine is about is it, it's about the sort of conflicting emotions that I get when I when I look around at our world at the moment. I feel like, you know, when I look around, it's very clear to me that the world is a beautiful place and special things are happening all the time, but there's also a sense of brokenness that exists right. everywhere I look. That's true. Um, you know, we're breaking the planet. We're, we're basically marching off the edge and... Uh, we we do this in our lives as well. I mean, that song is is about relationships. It's about addiction. It's about just life in general, and uh, just this sort of double edged sword that seems to exist uh, in life. You know, bittersweetness with everything, no matter what it is, no matter what triumph or failure right. you've gone through. There's always two sides to it. There's always 
uh, a bit of push and pull with with everything. So the the song really tries to be. I mean, if you listen to the emotion of it, the way it progresses, it's sort of it's very bipolar and schizophrenic. It goes from you know being almost sounding sad to sounding sweet. Yes, sounding that's what else I. Entirely. Yep. Absolutely. Sorry to interrupt you, idea. but yeah. No, yeah, that, that, that was basically that. But just trying to capture that dichotomy of those two ideas the the brokenness but also the divineness that that we exist in and i think you did a good job and if it's possible to capture that in music i think you did a good job with that no but seriously thank you so much bruno for being thank you. a part thanks of the show thanks for having me on thank you i really appreciate it thanks for no. having me on take care cheers brother be well
This week's Indie Radar was a special request. We don't have to mention who requested this, but it's a special topic. Uh, Very simple, professional photos and why you need them. A couple months ago, we had, uh, I covered an Indie Radar about having an assets tab, A-S-S-E-T-S, just to be clear. And uh, we, we had, I think it was Constantine Maroulis who was on our show, and his management company sent us a link to his asset tab on his website. And it was very convenient because there was no back and forth emailing with management or anything. It was, here's the link. And we were able to download all the graphics or the songs or anything that we needed to put together for our show. And, of course, Constantine, he's been around the block. And he's, you know, a professional Broadway star and singer and and actor. And so he's going to have the means to have, um, you know, publicity shots and all that stuff. But for DIY artists, we just wanted to go over why... It is so important to have um, professional photos. And doesn't mean you have to spend thousands of dollars on some fancy schmancy photographer. You know, reach out to a local school, a college, or somebody who's learning photography that can maybe help you out. But the reason why you want to have professional photos is, one, it makes you look professional. It's as simple as that. And it also helps to increase the perception of your brand. And hopefully by the time you're thinking about having professional photos... Uh, that are high quality, high resolution, uh, truly helps to identify you visually as an artist. So those are just some of the the reasons why you really need to have professional photos. And it honestly doesn't matter what stage of your career that you are in, because again, photos help to visually identify you. And if Um, you don't want to do a photo, like Fiverr, you know what I mean? Like for your graphics or something, but it's important. Yes, and like when we're going through the Reverb Nation campaigns, mm-hmm. I got to tell you, before I even listen to the music, what's in front of my face is a photo. Yeah. What it, whether that be a graphic photo or, or a photo of the band right. or, or whatever it is. And I can't tell you the number of people that put really cruddy pictures. They're, blur- they're blurry. They're- and you know what that says? I don't care. Right. Or I'm not ready. Right. And that's even worse. Right. Because the I don't care, uh, you can come up with a thousand excuses why maybe you don't care, but the I'm not ready, well, the artist, you know, with the cool graphic or the high-res graphic next to you on that website is ready. Um, And another point, I'm glad Ann mentioned that, because sources like Reverb Nation, radio shows, press, festivals, um, you don't want to get caught sorry, with your pants down and not have something readily available. So let's say you get some cool gig and they want to do some social media posting. You want to be able to send that graphic or photo that's quality to whoever your contact is because that's essentially going to promote you. And again, you want to say, I'm ready, I'm here. You know, I know it's corny, but it's you get one chance to make a first impression, so do it right. Great tip. Thank you, Bo Summer. You're welcome. See you next week. Mad Cats, Mad Tracks. And today's Mad Cats, Mad Tracks, we have the song Bittersweet Dreams by Kai Undrell. So sit down, give it a listen. Here we go. Mama's got a crush on BLC Bar. She can't figure out whether or not she should And it gets me down The parlor sees that she said she 
got that frown on your face Honey, please, no one's on your case And guess what? Welcome to Spotlight. I'm Donna Gallucci, and on the phone I have Emily Noel, singer-songwriter from Nashville. Hey, Em, how you doing? I'm well. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, you're welcome. It's great talking to you today. Yeah. Um, you have a new single out called Hometown Hero. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Yes. So I'm originally from uh, the Lehigh Valley area. Um, and <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Um, so I moved to Nashville a year ago, um, June 1st, and um, it was a very exciting but weird time in my life, especially with COVID just happening and 
you know, pretty much leaving everything I've ever known and left behind to pursue my dream. And um, I started writing the song back in December. It was kind of like a really weird day for me here. And, you know, I felt like I wasn't really doing enough yet um, with everything happening. And I just remembered when I left, I like made sure I told everyone, like, I'm going to make you proud. Like, this is all going to be worth it. Like, it'll it'll all be worth it one day. So I started writing this song back in December, and I revisited it um, a couple months ago when things were a little bit better. And um, I thought that this would be the perfect song for me to put out when I first got here to Nashville, just to kind of, like, as a thank you to everyone back home, including you guys who have always mm-hmm. supported me and have always wanted to see me succeed and even though y'all miss me y'all want to see me just like go live your dream so um that's kind of how the song came about and now we're going to give a listen to hometown hero by emily noel
Welcome back to The Balcony Show. And coming up next is Bright Light by Neil and Adam. And a little tidbit here that we just learned in the studio that this song is a little kind of setting up some fires on TikTok, I guess. People are singing to it and posting it. So they're give dancing it a listen. To oh, it. They're dancing to it. So And TikTok is not just dancing. But anyway, um, very cool to, to know that a past artist that we've had on our show... Neil and Adam, uh, they've got some activity on TikTok, so good for them. So check out Bright Light coming up next.
everybody. Welcome back to the balcony. And that was Bright Light with Neil and Adam. And we have come to the end of another great show. This is the end. That mm. never ends. <laughs> <laughs> Giving drunk tips here. My One of my favorites still, though, has got to be the guy that was caught with the folding chair in, <laughs> in, in his car. Remember that? Oh, my God. Oh, that was like a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good. That was a good that one. That was a good story. People, people do wild things when they're <laughs> they drinking. They do. They do. They do. And For I always sure. harken back to that that video. I think I spoke of it that same show. Is that uh, the the Canadian U.S. Mountie driving the drunk guy back to the station to put him in a drunk tank, and the guy sang Bohemian Rhapsody from start to finish the entire way. And when the Mountie pulled into the docking station. He sat there and left the guy finish the song before he got out of the car. <laughs> Talk about co- Canadian politeness. <laughs> That's a good story, too. Um, I want to thank Bruno Lewis for being a part of our show. Be sure and go to brunalewis.com. Check out all of his music. You're going to want to watch him. I think he's an up-and-coming young producer, and I think he's got a lot coming forward. Talented songwriter. Sure. I, yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, well-written songs, mm-hmm. you know. Perfect choice in singers. And I, yeah. I do want to add that Mad Cat, this was a Mad Cat fine. So. Yeah, just, it's yeah. just another one of those those weird things that, you know, I always try to, you know, whatever pops up in my feed as I'm listening to music, you know, I always try to take it in, you know. And when it when I'm sitting there and I'm editing photos and I have that music on and, it, and when it pulls me out of that edit and immediately pulls me into the song, it, it's, it's clear that it's something worth listening to. So good ears, yeah, Matt yeah, Cat. Yeah. And I think that's going to wrap <coughs> it up for today. Um, we're going to end things tonight with a song from Ben Tyler, Ready. And with that, I'm going to bid you people a very good night and have a have a wonderful evening, what's left of it. Yeah, totally. <laughs> You know I mean? The same to you, Anne. Thank See, you. Once again, she's using that midnight caller voice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hi, midnight caller. Hi, this is Dark Ann. You're on the air. <laughs> this is Dark, dark Ann. <laughs> Ann. Well, this is Dark Ann. This is Ann after dark. <laughs> this is Ann I like after that. dark. Ooh. This is Dark Bow. <laughs> we already got a Dark Bow. She's the one that doesn't even know who the hell Lord Varys is. Uh, I don't care about him. Again. See? Here, Here we, we go. go. <laughs> All right. Good night, everybody from the Balcony Show. We'll catch you next week. That's what's up. Catch the light, 
Sort of reach new heights Been waiting for the time Time is never right Holding on too tight Trying to win this fight I feel like I'm falling Hoping I'll catch the ground Don't tell me you're all in It's coming, I'm crawling Hoping you'll come around Tell me you're all in Cause I'm ready Drifting on and on, watch it come undone Reaching for the sun, heart is cold and numb You pray and pray and pray and pray and pray for this to be over Can it be over? I feel like you're falling, hoping you'll hit the ground Well baby I'm all in So come on you're stalling, wishing you'd come around Well baby I'm all It's all on you And you're all on me It's all on you And you're all I need It's all on you And you're all on me It's all on you And you're
and that's what's up.